What's up, Emmaus? Welcome to the Proclaim and Display podcast, episode 27, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. I'm Kennedy, and we have a full podcast room today. Jaron, Jeff, and for the first time, Cody Moser. Cody! Hey, guys. Good to have you, buddy. Cody, it's so good to have you. It's good to be here. Emmaus, we're going to be completely honest and just let you know up front (laughs) that this podcast was filmed way before it was actually released. So um, just... Just a heads up in, in all of our conversations you today. Said, you said filmed, and I got really nervous. Yeah, like there's a record, video camera in here. Record, film. That's the same thing. Not the same thing, but you know what I mean. So June is super busy, and so in order for Cody to be able to even be on this podcast today, we had to record it early so that way he can be our guest today. So, guys, VBS, once this is released, VBS has just happened. Right. What do you guys love about VBS, and how are you involved? Well, Ooh. I no, no, no. <laughs> we've got, we got some synergy going here today. Yeah. So I, uh, for the past couple of years, have gotten to do recreation, um, Ooh, wow. which I think pretty much means my job is just to wear them out. Yeah. Just get the kids worn out so that they'll stop. That's an important role. Yeah. So so we, we play lots of fun games and uh, in the week with dodgeball. So if we make it through the week without a broken anything then that's that's a win we've accomplished what we wanted to so that's good stuff i've been doing the last few years we have uh sixth graders so uh, it's kind of like a lots of fun slash sixth grade orientation week for uh sixth graders coming up into the student ministry so i love doing it we 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 do a service project that week we we go bowling uh, just get to hang out with the the new students it's it's really exciting week for us that's good stuff vbs is Really, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It kind of breaks up the the office routine around here, and oh yeah, just I mean, how many kids do we have come to VBS now? I have no idea. I, well, Courtney, three, three or four hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 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 crazy. So it's you know lots of high fives and hey, all the interaction. It's a lot of fun. Love love hanging out with the kids, and then the you know of course. Going into the snack room and hopping oh, yeah. in with yeah. all the volunteers is a good shout out to Miss Jackie's desserts. Oh right. yeah, the best. So, good week. Yeah, we look forward to it. Or it was fun. it was awesome. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> and also we we're that confident that we can say it was fun. Already. There you go. So guys, there's also something else that's super significant about this past week is that Cody has been here for just about what. Two years at wow, Emmaus now. Yeah. Two-year milestone. Way to go, Cody. Oh, it's me. Sorry. <laughs> Owen <laughs> Owen is still on sabbatical when we're recording this. So also. But he's actually in the office when this is being released. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Didn't see my cue. Cody. Uh, I really do mean this, even though I'm I missed my cue. Uh, I I can personally say we're we're thankful for your leadership and and service to our students and families and and of course my family is touched by that with uh, Nathan and the youth group. What uh, kind of keep this brief so we can get to your story here in a second? What would you say in the last two years, just being here in Emmaus, maybe one of the hardest things and maybe one of the best things in the last two years? Yeah, so I think looking back on the last two years, one of the hardest things for me uh, has been just finding the time to do everything I want to do. Uh, there's so much ministry to be done and more in and, and South OKC. Uh, so many students that need to hear about Jesus. 
so many students in our church who need to go deeper in their walk with Christ. So it's been hard to see all of the need and and all of the uh, the things that, that we want to do and honestly be a little overwhelmed by all of it. Mm-hmm. The great thing, though, is that we have an awesome team of student ministry volunteers uh, who are so supportive and are always willing to partner together in ministry. Now, the best thing in the past two years, and I say this in 100% just honesty, has been the immense love uh, that we felt from our church family at Emmaus, cool. uh, in particular the students. Uh, I, I, I kind of joke with people sometimes that our first uh, our first day here, like I, we, I was kind of joking around with some of the students, like uh, we were we were going to play uh, frisbee frisbee golf in the back, and um, we I told the students, well, don't don't judge me, you know, if, if I'm not very good, uh, and they all were like, no, 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 we love you, you're awesome, you're, you're going to do great, you know, just so encouraging, uh, and and I know that's that's just a funny story, but it's really a, a microcosm and just a picture of how encouraged we feel by the students and and just how encouraged we feel by our church family we feel built up and and while we do you know often feel stress in ministry especially right now in the middle of the summer oh yeah um, it's such a blessing to have encouragement from people in the process well uh i I love your responses there and i you say a busy summer you're going to get into this here in a little bit but like right now this podcast is being released you're actually not present at Emmaus, you're at <laughs> OBU for right. for Super Summer, so uh, uh, we'll we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, we are glad that you're here, Cody, because we want to give you an opportunity uh, for people listening to hear your story, who maybe know of you and seen you on stage or interacting with students and families, but don't maybe know your story and uh, and really even how your story connects your heart to to student ministry. So take a few minutes, walk us through. God's work in your life, uh, how he led you into ministry, you know, all the, all the typical things that you would, uh, want to make mention of to celebrate God's work in your life. Yeah, we, uh, I was, uh, I grew up in Noble, Oklahoma, not too far from here. Um, grew up in a family that, um, you know, we, we lived in the Bible belt. I, I was growing up in the nineties. A lot of people at that time were, um, part of the church, you know, they knew they, they, they believed, um, in God and, and uh, claim to uh, to follow Jesus. Just just a lot of cultural Christianity in, in our world at that time, uh, and and I I'm so glad that I grew up in that time because um, there were people uh, around me in my family, but also um, people in our ch- in, in the churches in our community that that cared deeply about us and cared deeply about me uh, coming to know Christ. Uh, I remember uh, when I was really little, my mom would would drop me off at. The United Methodist Church in Noble, Oklahoma, just a little tiny hmm. church, um, and and I I, I was in the, the little corner Sunday school class with uh, with an older lady who um, just that was the first time I really began to hear about Jesus. Uh, I don't remember exactly how old I was, probably kindergarten, first grade, um, and began to hear hear the name of Jesus and and what he had done for for us um, in dying on the cross and and rising again for for, for us and. But but I I remember that and and then and then I began to see uh, in my family in my life just the results of sin, uh, the results of um, of peop of somebody of people who uh, you know want to follow Jesus who who want to do the right thing but just continue to allow sin to 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 control uh, their lives and began to see that in my family and and just the brokenness of of sin's destruction and. Uh, and as, as I began to see that, um, around third grade, 
ish, we uh, we were invited to First Baptist Noble by a couple of um, T-ball. Not, I guess I wouldn't have been playing T-ball at the time, but baseball friends, you know, in third grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we started going, um, started getting involved. And a guy named Mike Napier, who was the pastor at the time, he's still a pastor to this day. Uh, he uh, started to to visit us in our home. Uh, we had other people in the church that just. We, you know, we would see at, at different different events, different things, and and people just began to pour into to our lives and and show up at the right time and and show up with um, with the gospel, mm-hmm. you know, and not not only loving us with their actions, but but sharing the gospel with their words and and telling us, telling me that I could be forgiven of my sin. Uh, it, around that time, I started to, you know, I'm I'm seeing the the brokenness in my own family, but I'm also seeing the brokenness in myself and, and beginning to, to understand a little bit of the fact that, um, that I need Jesus just as much as everybody else does. So, um, the, that, that summer after third grade, um, I was actually at vacation Bible school, which is really cool. Hey, That's one of the things I love about that? vacation Bible school. It's a big part of my story. I was at vacation Bible school sitting in, I believe the third pew on the right side of the, of the pastor. <laughs> And he's sharing the gospel with like the Evangel Cube thing. I don't know if anyone oh, yeah, remembers I remember that. that. Um, and I just knew in my heart uh, that I needed Jesus. That that there was brokenness in my family, brokenness in myself, uh, sin, and that I needed to be forgiven of that. So I, I talked to him and said, "Hey, I, I want to know Jesus. I want to follow Jesus." Uh, and then a, a, another lady who um, actually babysat me for a few years. Her name was Kebra. She uh, she took me to another room and you know talked to me and. Gave me, gave me all the stuff and, and led me to Christ. Um, funny story about this. I, I was baptized on a Wednesday night, which I think breaks all the like Baptist rules about when you're supposed to be baptized. doesn't count. Um, yeah. So I was baptized wow. on a Wednesday night. Um, I didn't ever finish my book. So for all the, the kids listening to this, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, parents that are working through that with your oh, kids. Cody. I didn't finish my book. And I think that was like a scandal at the time <laughs> that I didn't finish the Baptist uh, Lifeway, you know, you, you've caught up, though, Cody. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I figured it out somehow. Um, but Mike Napier still baptized me and, and believed, you know, that, that I was following the Lord. And, and to this day, you know, that, that's held true for me. So I, uh, I, I, love, I love VBS because of that reason. Yeah. I love student ministry because going into student ministry, um, going into the student ministry um, as, a, as, a, as a teenager, uh, I remember walking down to the youth building, which was across the street at the time. Um, and I was scared to death. I was, I was in seventh grade at the time. It was, I, I didn't show up for promotion Sunday. Um, and I was the only one and I, and I showed up to my children's class that Sunday <laughs> and my Sunday school teacher for about, I was there for about 10 minutes, uh, sitting there listening to him. And my Sunday school teacher was like, Cody, you're not supposed to be in here like 10 minutes late. I'm like you couldn't, you couldn't have told me that 10 minutes ago. Uh, so nobody walks me down to the youth building. I've never oh, been there. And I walk by myself. I literally am about to cry. Oh, man. Um, scared to death. I loved children's ministry. Yeah. It was awesome. We played a lot of games. We did crafts. We heard about Jesus. We ate animal crackers and Kool-Aid. <laughs> don't I don't know better. if they do Kool-Aid anymore, but they did in the 90s. Is Kool-Aid 2000s. not a thing anymore? I don't know. I, I don't know if they do that in children's ministry. I feel like there's like red dye 40 or something in it. Now. Oh, or, oh. There was two in the 90s, but we didn't know that. Sorry, I took you on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm walking down. I'm, I'm like, we're about to leave Kool-Aid and animal crackers and games and stuff. And I'm scared to death. I walk in 
and there's a guy who's in ninth grade at the time named Josh uh, who's kind of hanging out in the lobby. He was probably supposed to be in Sunday school at the time, but he was probably playing hooky or something. <laughs> and he sees me walk in, uh, and he comes and puts his hand on my shoulder and says, Hi, I'm Josh. Wow. Um, what's your name? And I said, I'm Cody. I already knew who he was because they had done some lock-ins yeah. for the little kids. And I knew, you know, I, yeah. I saw him and I looked up to him. Um, but he didn't know who I was and he introduced himself. And from that point forward for the next three years, uh, Josh always made sure that I made it to church. He, he picked me up. He, he always made sure he invited me to things. He made sure I was involved. Um, and then a year later, uh, when I was in eighth grade, uh, well, actually not, I think I was still in seventh grade at the time, but almost a year later, uh, a guy named Pup Rogers became our student pastor. And, and a lot of people, I mean, I could name yeah. dozens of names of people in the student ministry that poured into my life and not in ways that they thought they were doing at the time. They just were doing life and mm-hmm. doing ministry in their life. Um, and, 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 and they poured into my life as a teenager and I grew, uh, I grew in my relationship with the Lord and they, they, you know, pushed me to follow the Lord deeper. And, and I was called to ministry in eighth grade and there's a lot there, but uh, just really student ministry and children's ministry even, but student ministry specifically um, so many people that poured into my life and cared for me and, and loved on me and, and, and helped me to be the the person I am today. Uh, So, so honestly, that's where, where my call to ministry started. I saw the ministry that people did in the student ministry and in the church as a whole. Uh, and I just thought, I want to be a part of that. I want to be um, somebody who who gets to, to love on, on students and gets to lead students and encourage students. Um, later later down, down my path, I, I ended up at Oklahoma Baptist University because, uh, you know, at the time, I thought that's, that's you have to go to OBU if you're going to be in ministry, which I love OBU. It was a great time. Um, but I, I, I met my wife, Megan, there. Um, she also felt the call to ministry, and we began to, to uh, you know, get to know each other and got married there. Um, we've got three children now, Luke, Matthew, and Caden. Um, Luke says he wants to be a construction worker and a pastor, so Very cool. that'll be fun. And then Matthew wants to be a police officer, so, you know, just... Working through all the fun. That's incredible. They have their future plan. Yeah, they, it's amazing. Yeah, we, we kind of push them, push them when they're younger. Just kidding. <laughs> um, we, you need to have this figured out, guys. No. Um, but yeah, we we uh, we've been married for almost nine years, and uh, just really really love doing ministry together. And we both love teenagers, and um, it, it, it's it's awesome. We love ministry. That's cool. What uh, I love your story. What about when you think about? teenagers specifically yeah um help the church a little bit as a student pastor what your hopes and and passions are sure. for teenagers what, yeah what do you i mean obviously the god god's gonna do what he's gonna do yeah uh, what are you what are you praying for what do you yeah. want to see happen in your your teenagers i think that number one um and this is going to sound simple and basic but number one i just want students to know um the truth of, of that old song, Jesus loves me, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me. So I think, um, we are in a, students today are, are facing an unprecedented mental health crisis and just so many things from the world that are, that are, mm-hmm. um, weighing down on them. And I mean, social media pressure and, uh, the pressure to, to, to be a certain way, um, I just feel like there's so much weighing down on them. And, and ultimately the most important thing that we can tell them is that Jesus loves you so yeah. much. 
uh, and that he, he cares for you. And in the middle of whatever you're going through, whatever, uh, whatever life is like right now, um, he's, he wants to be with you. He wants to, he wants to have a relationship with you. Uh, I also, I also think, you know, when, when we think about students, I, I know that, um, students it, 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 historically, you know, uh, teenagers and college age students, students have, have, have historically been some of the, the front runners of, of revival and, and of change in, in the world and of movements of God. And, and, and we see that in the Bible, but we also see it through history. Um, I want teenagers to, 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 I want every teenager in our student ministry um, to be loving their friends and neighbors and actively sharing the gospel. So, you know, sharing the gospel with your actions, but also with your words. Um, I want teenagers to, to really care about um, their friends enough to, to love them and to, to share the gospel with them. Um, and I also want students, when we think about the love that Jesus has for them, I want students to constantly be reminded of how much I love them and how much their church mm-hmm. loves them. Uh, I, I, I think that's such an important thing for them to feel um, that, that, that Emmaus cares for them and loves them, and, and they do. Emmaus does love and care for them. Uh, we do believe that students are capable and ready to serve God in big ways. Yeah. Uh, our hope is that students in the six years they spend in the Emmaus student ministry, uh, that they will grow in their knowledge of the Bible, that they'll grow in their knowledge of how much God loves them, that they'll grow in community with one another, and that they'll grow in their boldness to advance the gospel in their generation. Uh, I really do believe that they, they're they not just the future of the church. I mean, and we hear this a lot, but they really are mm-hmm. right now. Like, they are the church right now. And uh, sometimes it's hard to, to think through, you know, well, what's the next step? Or how, how do we how do we mobilize students and these kinds of things? But ultimately, um, that's a passion, and I, and I want students to feel the weight of I get to be a part of this, not just as a as a as somebody who's watching it, but I actually can be a part of it. And, and I would say I think Emmaus does a great job at, at at helping this generation to see that that they are they are the church right yeah. now and they can lead right now I where they're at. That. So I see that a lot. I uh, uh, one of the things I just want to make a comment on briefly, uh, just how much I appreciate as a student pastor, just making the gospel prominent mm-hmm. and primary. Um, cause it, it definitely is one thing to believe the gospel in our, in our head, but to, to know how Jesus loves me. Yes. Impacts everything about me. Um, right. And really that's a lifelong journey of navigating how Jesus loves me impacts how I relate to my family. Right. How I'm an employee, how I'm a citizen in this community, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so, uh, I, I love how we're hitting the ground running in our children and our student mm-hmm. ministry with the gospel and helping them see how how important that is. So yeah. I appreciate that, man, uh, Cody. That's awesome, and I appreciate you being willing to share that. I think I'm encouraged, <laughs> kind of like Jeremy would say, what you said at the beginning, just how simple it is that mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be complicated like mm-hmm. the world is complicated Very much uh, so. but the the answer is is not complicated and so right. i appreciate you know your willingness to uh to dig in on that so one of the things that um some people may not know like if they're not involved or or they don't have a student uh or it's been a while that they, they may not realize just 
how, well, for one, how busy the summer is, uh, hence the point of we have to record this over a month <laughs> right. early just so we can just so we can get a hold of you. Um, but uh, but just how busy it is, but how significant it is. Not, yeah. not just busy to yes. be busy, but that it has a lot of value. So could you just give us a picture, like what does the summer look like for a student? What, what's the significance of those, those things that they, they dive into? Yeah, I remember maybe less as a teenager, but um, maybe more as a, as a child uh, in your yearbook, people would write H-A-G-S, Hags, have a great summer. You know, that was always, always a big thing. First time for me. Yeah. I've well, never heard that. Okay. I probably had dozens of them every Hey, year, you know? I've heard it. I'm going to so, start using it now. The young people so. in this room. <laughs> wow. There is a line dividing this what? table, the young from the old. Yeah. Am I on that You're side on of the that line? Side You're, on, You're on the old Cody, side. Cody, how old are you? I'm 30. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably old too. It, it occurred to me I didn't know how old you are. Yeah. Not that far from Cody. Yeah. So that, that idea of that. have a great summer, um, <laughs> honestly, like summer is like the pinnacle of mm. a teenager's year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously there's other things going on, and, but I mean, like it's the time that you're working towards, you know, you're, you're, you're it's like, please, if I can just make it to summer, you know, mm-hmm. summer is, is like paradise. Um, they're out of school. They've got less going on than they do during the school year. So for us as a student ministry and just any student ministry, uh, summer is a crucial time for us to supercharge uh, their spiritual growth to help yeah. them to, I mean, when you think about the time that we get to spend with them and, and take advantage of their freedom, um, I, I think it's, a, it's crucial. I also, when I think about summer, I think of experiences um, because, you know, a lot of what we do in student ministry uh, throughout the year is, you know, we meet Wednesday night, we meet Sunday, and those regular routines are really important. Yeah. Um, but I also think when you think about summer, um, we still have a little bit of routine, but honestly, the routine to some extent goes out the window. Yeah. It just becomes who's available today, who wants to hang yeah. out, who can do this, right? Yeah. Um, and it just be they're so free in the summer. And, and I believe in those experiences that they get to have. Uh, one of the most important things uh, of my time growing up as a student was the experiences I got to have with my youth group. Uh, I don't remember much at all about what my youth pastor taught, though for some reason I oddly remember a lesson he did on Moses when I was in like 10th grade. I remember that very vividly. Uh, but I don't always remember everything he taught. I do know that those things impacted me, and, and I'm the person I am today because of his teaching. But but I do remember I have so many vivid memories of the experiences I got to have in the summer, over fall break, but really, really in the summer. Uh, so, so much, much of what happens in student ministry happens in the summer because of just how free students are, um, how much availability they have. Uh, and I just, I think summer is so important for students. It's, it's the pinnacle of their year. I mean, it's a big deal for them. So you might be a little bit more specific, yeah. like talk about the, the two big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things. be really brief. Though. We have, so June is really packed for us, but we, we spend time at Falls Creek um, that's kind of a, our big, our biggest event for the year where, uh, we have probably a, about 115, 120 students involved in that. And, um, and all, all of our students come together for this one week where we go to Falls Creek. And honestly, the biggest thing about Falls Creek is just the gospel is presented clearly. So honestly, if you're listening to this podcast and, and you know, somebody who doesn't know Christ who who you want to, to have this experience, I would encourage you invite them to Falls Creek. Uh, get them there. But another event we do is Super Summer. Uh, and Super Summer is a, a, a kind of a leadership camp for our students to go to and and uh, and just learn more about how they can serve and, and lead in the church. So That's really cool. Well, 
Cody, I'm glad that you were able to, to come on today and kind of share your story and your heart for student ministry church. Uh, I know you're thankful for Cody. I am for the way he ministers to my family and my son. And so, uh, Cody, before we pray for you, uh, people that are listening to this podcast, they're about to bump off or they're getting ready to or however, would how would you want them to just, as they're checking out, to just pray real quick yeah. for, for the student ministry, for you? Give us a little 30-second I would uh, honestly, I would tie a lot of it to those two events. The reason we do those two events yeah. is we want students to know Christ, which mm-hmm. to, to come to know Christ, which is kind of Falls Creek's thing. And then we want students to grow in their leadership and, and grow in their ability and, and willingness to serve. So those two things, if, if you would just pray for more students to know Jesus and more students to serve Jesus. Those two things are some big, big things that we would ask this summer. And then for me personally, just pray for stamina and strength yeah. and the ability to just push through, uh, but but also enjoy the moment and that's, everything that's going on. That's good. Okay, Mass, you've you've been uh, given a couple things to pray for. So uh, won't you do that for us now? And Jeff, close us out. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll wrap this up. Father, uh, we, we praise you uh, for your grace and for your mercy, and for your holiness. God, we thank you for the gift of the Mosier family, um, that for two years you've brought them here and already um, just done incredible work through them and our student ministry and in our church as a whole. And God, I thank you for uh, his, his heart for students, as, as he, he said, even in, in what we can pray for. God, we thank you that his heart is for more students to know Jesus and to make him known. And so, God, I, I pray that you would um, move in the students' hearts during uh, Falls Creek, during Super Summer, throughout the summer, um, in ways that only you can, that you would stir their affections towards you and away from the things of the world. God, I, I pray that you would be with Cody as, as right now he and, and some others are um, at, at Super Summer. And um, God, they're, they're probably already tired. Um, but God, pray that you would sustain them, give them energy and focus to continue to love on and care for um, students. God, be with Megan and the boys um, as this is a busy time for them. I pray that you would um, be over them, uh, love them and care for them, give them uh, the strength that they need to continue to do the ministry that you have called them to. That's in your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 Hope you're having a great summer, Mace.